Hello, hello. Welcome to Inklings with Irina, the weekly energy show connecting you to your intuitive guidance system. I'm so glad that you're here with me. Give me a quick shout out when you jump on a little hello, because today we are talking about being tired. Where is this fatigue coming from? Holy cannoli. I have had so many of my clients this week come to me and they are just telling me I'm exhausted. What's going on? Is something happening in the energy weather around me? Is there some big shift and change? And there's always something happening, most definitely. But here's what I'm noticing more so with my clients. And I want to share it with you because you might be feeling this fatigue and exhaustion as well. If we haven't met, my name is Irina Miller. I'm an intuitive energy guide and I have been guiding empathic women for two decades now in connecting to their intuition, knowing when something's off and how to translate that into action steps. Because a lot of times we take for granted this information, these little impulses, these nudges that are coming our way, and we don't know how to interpret them. We wonder, are we making it up? Or everybody must be feeling this, surely, and they're not. It is unique to you, and there are different ways that we can engage with this. So for me, it's been a long and fun journey. Um, it doesn't feel long, but when I look back and I start taking into account all of the thousands of courses I've taken and hundreds of thousands of dollars I spent on learning these techniques. Um, it, it's exciting. It's exciting to share it with you today. So this fatigue, I want to talk about what you can do and how you can tune into where it's coming from. One of the first things I've noticed with my clients as they've come to me this week is that they have a lot going on. In the modern lifestyle, we all do. We've got projects at work that we're juggling. We've got volunteer groups that we're a part of. We have friends we wanna see and family we wanna be with. And heck, oh my goodness, what about even just the kids getting back out again and starting to be engaged in some of their activities? There's a lot of running we can do and there's not much time to recharge our batteries. Even Zoom call conversations between family members can be draining, especially when a lot of these family members are brand new to interacting online. It's like this Brady Bunch experience where everybody's trying to talk at once, nobody knows who to like who goes next and it's a bit awkward. So these moments can all collectively kind of glom onto us and weigh us down. So I want to open with a little story because this story I found has been effective in reminding me and my clients during the week or even during the day when we might be letting some of these moments of conversation, the to-do lists that are so long, so much going on in our head, it reminds us of hmm, you know what, I need to take a break and I need to realign. And it's that alignment technique I'm gonna share with you in just a moment. So this particular story is about two monks. Maybe you've heard it. And these two monks, they go out for a walk every day after lunch and they're part of an order that is practicing vows of silence and chastity. And so every day on their walk after lunch, they walk in silence and they look around taking in the beautiful green of the trees and notice the chipmunks running or a deer that crosses their path. And then one day when they're walking after lunch, they hear these shouts, these cries for help. And so, you know, they follow. They're, they, 
they're curious what's going on. And as they follow the calls for help, they're led to the river. And the river is higher right now in, in this story. It's springtime and the waters are rushing quickly. And there's a woman on one side of the river banks and her children are on the other side. And she's very upset. And she said, please, please help me. I can't swim and I need to get to the other side to be with my family. So the one monk goes right over and he scoops her up and he carries her across the river. And as he's putting her down, she says, oh, thank you so much. I'm so grateful. Thank God you came along. I didn't know what I was gonna do. And the monk says, of course, you're welcome. No problem at all. And they go on their way. Now, in the meantime, as the woman goes off in her direction, the second monk has crossed the river and oh, he's so angry. He's seething. He's shooting daggers at the first monk who carried the woman. And he starts stomping and they're walking. And the second monk, he's stomping and angry as all get out. And what happens is finally the first monk, after this goes on for about a half hour, he turns and he looks at the angry monk and he said, you know, you must be awfully tired. And the monk goes, what are you talking about? <laughs> breaking his vow of silence. The monk said, goodness, you have been carrying that anger with you. And the first angry monk goes, of course, you broke the vow of silence. How could you do that? How could you even break the vow of chastity and hold that woman? And the first monk goes, my goodness, how exhausted you are. You have been carrying that woman since the river with you, whereas I put her down right on that riverbank and haven't given it another thought. So there are moments in our life where we're still carrying that woman, so to speak. We're carrying the idea or the thought with us. It's hard to put it down. We replay the conversation in our mind. We think of how we could have said it differently. We wonder how we got ourselves in this situation again. All of these things come at an energetic cost. They drain us and it happens so subtly, it can be hard to detect in the moment. But that's why I'm here. I'm here to help you detect those moments where the energy starts to seep away. And the first thing that I encourage you to do, like I've been encouraging my clients, is find your center. And this is what the yogis call the Shishumna Nadi. It's your column of light that runs through the very core of your body. Think of the exhilaration that comes from that moment when you first rode a bicycle, where you found your balance, or maybe it was ice skating or skiing. Maybe it was simply watching a Cirque du Soleil performance where the artists are so in tune with each other, they're so in sync that they know just when to let go of the flying trapeze bar and hold out and reach for the other's hands. There is this integrity in synchronicity and alignment. So by imagining this column of light, what you're doing is you're tuning into that synchronicity, into finding the balance and harmony in the moment. That moment when, oh, I'm carrying that woman from the river, or oh, I'm worrying about this thought, or oh, I'm stretched too thin, I need to go this direction, that direction. Imagine that column of light from the center of the heavens, it runs right through you, through the pelvic floor to the center of the earth anchoring you in this moment. The next thing to do is get a little pl playful and physical with it because sometimes these energetic practices are so esoteric and etheric, it's hard to, to grasp them. It's like, it's not tangible. How, how can it help me feel less drained and bring my energy back up, recharge my batteries? Well, when you bring the physicality into it and you think about like a car driving on the highway, if you have all the windows down, it might be nice to get the breeze, but it's going to affect 
the um, momentum of the car and it's gonna take more gas to get to where you wanna go because all that airflow coming in the windows is gonna reduce those positive aerodynamics and slow you down. So having the windows up on the highway can save gas when we wanna drive quickly. So same sort of, I think, Thing with bringing your energy back to center rather than being scattered everywhere and getting that energy drag and drain you remember what it's like to be in your center and that's simply imagining that golden light then the physical practice you can bring in is think of yourself a bit like a juggler you have that column of light and you just extend your arms out at an angle hopefully you can see just a little bit of a diagonal you bend your knees just an inch or so and then with that right arm up and left arm down, lean onto your right foot and you lift the left foot a little bit. So even though you might be juggling a lot, you might be reaching over here and helping a friend, you still have your center. You're not giving so much that you get pulled off center and energetically drained. And then maybe you go to the other side. Now you're helping your family or you're working on your business and you're reaching up and you're spreading those right toes, it helps with balance. And just that simple exercise of going back and forth like this, what it does is it brings you into synchronicity. It shows your subconscious that there's a way to get back to center so you don't have to feel so drained. Even when you're juggling a million different tasks, you're not drained and fatigued because you remember who you are. You're not carrying that woman from the river. You're not um, giving so much away that there's nothing left for yourself. You're coming back home. So I hope, I hope you get a chance to get a little playful, get outside today, try these little balancing techniques. Um, let me know if you've ever had a fun experience with that exhilaration of finding balance. I still remember that first time I finally could balance on my bicycle. It took me forever. <laughs> so thanks for joining me to continue the adventure. Click the link above. I've got a lot more energy exercises that I'd love to share with you so that you can have the energy to live the life that you were born to live. All right, catch y'all on the flip side. Mwah! Bye guys, thanks for jumping on.